to the Prophecy Club. We're going to be answering the question, is World War III about to start? Is Russia and Israel about to start fighting in World War III? I wanted to continue talking about Moloch and Baal, and perhaps I'll be able to get to that tomorrow, but this is more pressing right now. We can talk about Moloch and Baal anytime, but this is happening right now, and it ties to Bible prophecy. So first, an article from HalTurnerRadioShow.com. And I know you might be thinking, man, this guy just <laughs> is Bali all he quotes from. Actually, I get lots of emails from you folks out there, and you can send them to AskStan at ProphecyClub.com. If you do send a video, please tell me what's in the video and give me a time code to go and hear that. Because just send me a 90-minute video and saying, watch this, I, you know, I get anywhere from 10 to 20 hours a video to watch per day. Obviously, I can't watch them all, so you will help me greatly if you tell me what you want me to see or hear and a time code to go to. So anyway, the reason Hal Turner Radio Show keeps coming up as one of the sources is because he seems to have the right stuff. I go to lots of websites. I get lots of emails from you out there. Thank you very much. And he seems to have the stuff that I need. So I'll quote him. Headline, Russia will not tolerate any more civilian casualties in Gaza. I'll read it again. Russia will not tolerate any more civilian casualties in Gaza. May 19th, 2021. Now you know why the stock markets are plummeting and gold is rising. This is a direct and blunt warning to the state of Israel that they must stop the bombing of civilians in the Gaza Strip. It is a warning coming from the second most powerful country on earth, much more as information becomes available. He has some updates below. He says, Netanyahu, Israel is not ruling out a ground invasion of Gaza Strip. The Palestinian president says, Israel attacks in Gaza are war games, no elections without Jerusalem, whatever the price. So for those of you who may not be keeping score on these troubles, today's announcement by Russia's foreign ministry means that as of today, May 19th, Turkey, Iran, Iraq, Pakistan, and now, of course, Russia, which are the big players, have all come out publicly against Israel. Now, hang on. I know what you're probably thinking. Hey, are these the countries that are lining up against Israel for World War III, or are these the countries that are lining up for Armageddon? Well, I didn't even take the trouble to go to look up all of those, but I can tell you that probably most of them are. Pakistan is not mentioned as one of them for Armageddon, but it is not time. I'll say it again. It is not time for Armageddon yet. Armageddon is the very last battle, and it is a battle between flesh and spirit. This is the battle when all of the world comes down to attack and to kill what is remaining in Israel. And that's the day on the Feast of Trumpets when Jesus splits time wide open, splits the clouds, splits the literally the fabric of time, and enters in to kill everyone attacking Israel. That's the day we get all of our rewards and crowns and mantles and all that sort of stuff. Now, back to the article. So Turkey, Iran, Iraq, Pakistan, and now, of course, Russia, which are the big players, all have come out pub publicly against Israel. All of their Muslim countries to a lesser extent. Now, that's important. All of the other Muslim countries to a lesser extent. The stage is set 
for World War III. I do believe that the stage is set for World War III, but I'm going to tell you that according to prophecy, which I'll talk about in a second, this is not time for World War III to start. Now, that's not to say that there couldn't get into some kind of a big war, but this is not World War III. All right, let's go on. Putin told Netanyahu Russia could declare war on Israel amid Palestinian situation. Well, it seems like Putin is just itching to get into some kind of war to attack someone with his fancy new weapons, knowing that he can win the war, he can defeat America in one hour, so great riches will come to naught. And it would not surprise me, but what he's probably heard our broadcast, or at least read Revelation 18, and knows that he is going to emerge the attack on America, the great victor. Putin told Netanyahu Russia could declare war on Israel amid the Palestinian situation. Putin also told Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu that their two countries could find themselves in a state of war as tensions with Palestine built up today's crisis in Gaza. So he says, keep a close eye on this because Palestine is about to make a formal call to Turkey and Pakistan to send peacekeeping forces to Palestine at the United Nations. Okay, so back to our big question for this broadcast. Is World War III about to start? No. Is Russia and Israel about to start fighting? Mm, it could be uh, small, but it's not going to lead to World War III. Well, why do you say that? How do we know? Well, first of all, the Bible says that even though the whole world is gathered against Israel, it will not be victorious. So no one should be attacking Israel that wants to win. Here's why. Zechariah 12.3. And in that day, will I make Jerusalem a burdensome stone. So this is talking about Armageddon. A burdensome stone for all people, that all that burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces. Hear those words, cut in pieces. I'm going to explain that. Shall be cut in pieces, though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. I'll read it again. This is really important. In that day, Will I make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all people? All that burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces, though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. What is it that Jerusalem is going to be doing or have that causes Jerusalem to be a burdensome stone? In my opinion, it's because they hit massive amounts of oil, and that oil is basically the supply the, the root, the real deep down supply for most of the oil for Europe, especially all around the Middle East. And when they hit it, the other wells, including Russia and Saudi Arabia and a lot of the, they're going to start going dry. And as a result, God puts a hook in their jaws and the shape of where the oil flows underneath Israel, Leslie was shown in a dream back in October 28th of 2001, that it looks like a fish hook. I will put hooks in their jaws, and I will bring them down to attack my nation of Israel, the Bible says. Now, back to what the Bible says. I will make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all people, and all the burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces, though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. Now, when it says cut in pieces, that's actually a time stamp. That's a date stamp that's telling us when this takes place. This takes place when all of the people of the world 
are gathered together against Israel, and that would be Armageddon. However, the word cut in pieces, okay, there's two ways that people get killed in Armageddon. One is when Jesus, riding on a white horse, returns, and he uses the morning star. The morning star is a breath out of his mouth. It is a light sword. It goes to the center of the earth. It goes all the way around the earth in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. And all that get hit with this fall to the ground in a pile of ashes and bones, literally. And it destroys both body and soul. However, however, and I can't find anything that says that it can also be used as a sword. However, I can find two different verses that says that two angels appear with him, return with him, and they have sharp sickles. Okay, a sickle is a cutting instrument used to harvest the wheat, and this is what I believe it's talking about. So these two angels that return with Jesus on the Mount of Olives and on on trumpets and on the day of Armageddon, and they will use these two sharp sickles to cut in pieces. So when it says, and they shall be cut in pieces, here's the verses. Revelation 14, 14. And I looked, and behold, a white cloud. Now, this is not Jesus. I know it sounds like Jesus. It's not Jesus. This is one of two angels. I looked, and behold, a white cloud. And upon the cloud one sat like unto the Son of Man, having on his head a golden crown, and in his hand a sharp sickle. And another angel came out of the temple, crying with a loud voice to him that sat on the cloud, saying, Thrust in thy sickle and reap, for the time has come for thee to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. And he that sat upon the cloud thrust in his sickle into the earth, and the earth was reaped. Meaning, the first angel on the cloud uses his sharp sickle, and he cuts people in half, cuts them to pieces. Verse 17, And another angel came out of the temple which is in heaven, he also having a sharp sickle. And another angel came out of the altar which had power to the fire, and cried to the loud cry to him that had the sharp sickle, saying, Thrust in thy sharp sickle, and gathers the clusters of the vine of the earth, for her grapes are fully ripe. And the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth, and gathered the vine of the earth, and cast it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. And the winepress was trodden without the city, and blood came out of the winepress, even of the horses' bridles, out of the space of a thousand six hundred furlongs. Now, here's what that's saying. Is the second angel uses his sharp sickle to destroy all of those people that are coming down to attack Israel. And there's so much blood let as a result of that, that the blood literally rises up to the horse's bridle by the space of 1,600 furlongs, which is about 200 miles. So try to imagine 200 miles of probably like about four foot thick blood. (laughs) That's a lot. Now, I think it's another real, and by the way, I would never have seen all of this if I had not memorized the book of Revelation. These kind of understandings do not come from just reading it, I, at least not for me. I mean, I, I had to memorize it to get this kind of understanding. When Jesus returns and he uses the morning star, as the morning star hits them, they, as I said, fall to the ground a pile of ashes and bones. They're literally gone like that. However, the two angels with the two sharp sickles, they are the ones that cut them in pieces, as Zechariah twelve three said, and it shall be cut in pieces, though all the people of the earth be gathered against it. So they cut them in pieces, 
And that's where the blood comes from, because when the morning star hits them, nah, there's no blood. <laughs> They're nothing but a pile of ashes and bones. And that's the reason Ezekiel 38 and 39 says that they hire people of continual employment to go out and to bury the people killed in that one battle. And if anybody, a passerby, sees a bone, they are to put up a like a, a sign next to it so that these barriers can find it and bury that bone. And it takes seven months for them to bury the people killed in that one battle. <laughs> yeah, so no, no, no. Essentially what they're saying is no. Putin might make the mistake of attacking Israel. You attack Israel, and God will take Russia apart. You attack Israel, and it will be the last thing you do. The one thing that the Bible guarantees no one, even the whole nation, even the whole world gathered against Israel, Israel will never, ever, 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 ever again lose another battle. Don't worry about somebody attacking Israel. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry, even though Turkey, Iran, Iraq, Pakistan, Russia, even though all come down, you go attack Israel and you are not going to live. Israel is the number one military on the earth because God is behind them. The Bible says even though they be filled with sin, God is still going to protect them because, well, because of his covenant with them because of his covenant with Abraham. Now, right now, stock markets are dropping significantly, and gold is rising significantly. And, of course, that's a very good idea, and most people are probably running out and buying a bunch of gold. But we prophecy students know that Shane Warren heard the audible voice of God say that silver is going to rise far more than gold. And, of course, one of our sponsors is CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. He's a good friend, a good prophecy student, reads his King James Bible, and he tries, he wants to win souls, just like you and I want to win souls. So if you do need to get some kind of precious metals, of course, call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Say Prophecy Club when you call. It helps us. Now, back to the next thing we need to talk about. Headline, Biden administration defending Trump's journalist phone records grab. What? Biden administration is defending Trump's journalist phone records grab. What's going on here? Monday 17th, it says the Biden administration is now defending the confiscation of phone records from journalists to find out who is leaking stories to the media. Well, it's about time. It's about time somebody did an investigation against what is going on with all of this lying mainstream media. The article goes on to say, while rare, the Justice Department follows the established procedures within its media guidelines policy when seeking legal processes to obtain telephone records and non-content email records from media members as part of a criminal investigation into an unauthorized disclosure of classified information. Now, here's the way we say this. Okay, so what they're going to do, they are going to go out and confiscate the phone records to find out which one of these journalists have been leaking and, and, and who has been leaking classified information to these journalists. Well, that's good. But I see something deeper. I think that this is saying, yep, they are rounding people up and they are making these sealed indictments 
and there are about to be massive arrests, massive arrests. According to this story, a case disclosed last week showed the department had sent letters to three national security reporters informing them that the department used a subpoena power to secretly obtain their phone records in 2020, telling the reporters that they suspected leakers were the target of the investigation and not journalists themselves. According to the article, Trump escalated the practice, even criticizing the attorney Jeff Sessions for having, quote, taken a very weak position position on leakers, meaning, to me it says, that, yep, there's about to be massive arrest. There's about to be a bunch of people rounded up. Now, there's another article that fits in with this one. And this one, headline says, GOP-led Senate panel authorized subpoenas in probe targeting Obama officials. I'll read that one again. GOP-led, okay, so this is the Republicans. A Senate panel authorizes subpoenas in a probe that is targeting Obama officials. Now, I believe this article is also confirming that we're about to see massive arrests. Now, overall, I'll read the article in a second, but overall, this is saying that they're going in and seizing the records of Obama officials. Okay, so if you got this, so they're looking into who the leakers were to the journalists, and they're also looking into who was doing bad among the Obama officials. And probably the number one they're looking for is Obama. Let's go on. The Republican-controlled Senate committee voted Wednesday to move forward with authorizing more than three dozen subpoenas, three dozen, three dozen, three dozen subpoenas and depositions in its investigation into former Obama administration officials involved, here it is, here it is, in the presidential transition period. In other words, so Obama is leaving. Trump is coming in, and there was a bunch of bad things done. Let's put it that way. And they're looking into, they're getting subpoenas and depositions to find out what went on. And, of course, there was a lot of cover-up. There was a lot of things there because no one expected Trump to win. So they hadn't covered their tracks. And then all of a sudden Trump won, and (gasps) what do we do? Back to the article. Now the committee chairman, Senator Ron Johnson, has the ability to compel testimony for current and former officials, including, listen carefully, former FBI Director James Comey, former Director of National Intelligence James Clapper, former FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe, and former Treasury Secretary Jacob Liu, and more than two dozen others. In other words... They're looking into some bad things that the Obama officials have done. What's going on? I think we're about to see, just as I heard on May 9th, massive arrests, massive arrests. Now, you know, the Bible says that in the last days that there's going to be a mark of the beast. And no one can buy or sell, save he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Well, that means that they're going to have to track people. So anything that tracks people can be used to find people to see if they have the mark of the beast. Now, listen to this article, and this is from the very liberal Washington Post headline. This facial recognition website can turn anyone into a cop or a stalker. The facial recognition site, PrimEyes, P-R-I-M-E-Y-E-S, is one of the most capable faced searching tools on the planet. 
in less than a second, you can scan through more than 900 million images from across the Internet, finding matches with startling accuracy. But its most distinguishing trait is who can use it. Anyone. <laughs> Anyone. While most facial recognition tools are reserved for police or government use, Premise is open to the masses. Now, whether they're hunting down U.S. Capitol riot suspects or stalking women around the web, the search tool stands for the frontier of a new era of financial recognition surveillance. Powerfully sophisticated and available to anyone with added abilities for those who pay and without public oversight or government rules controlling facial recognition use. Researchers expect a site like Premise will multiply, capitalizing on the Internet's vast bounty of photos and videos and making it possible for strangers to keep tabs on people's personal lives. Now, I've got a question for you. When you take a picture with your cell phone, do you think that someone else can see that picture? Oh, no, no, no. It's just on my cell phone. Okay, well, let me ask you a question. On your cell phone, does it have a cloud? Do you back up to the cloud? Do you have all your phone numbers all backed up to the cloud? Then you better check because I think you're going to find that all your photos are up there too. Now, what do you think the cloud is? Do you really think it's just a cloud up there? Or do you really think it's a very big computer? And do you think that people can surveil through not only all of your texts, but also all of your phone calls, also all of your photos, and you do know that if they want to, they can turn on the microphone and the camera without your knowledge. That is on most of the phones. Now, not all of them can be done that. So what's stopping them? The article goes on to say, literally nothing. Says Stephanie here, a technology researcher in London, the people who put their pictures on the Internet with their children, the parents, the people who might be said vulnerable in their life, were not doing it. So they could feed a database that companies could monetize, she said. But there's no way to fight back, she added. I can leave my phone at home. What I can't leave is my face. Facial recognition has become an increasingly widespread investigative tool for government authorities and law enforcement. Now, hang on. Remember, I've been telling you, I wrote in my book, Miss the Mark, that not this phone, but a future generation of phones who have the camera and the microphone on all the time. And as you touch the surface of the phone, it is always taking your fingerprint. And it's not just taking in low res resolution, but it's taking like a million dots per inch. I mean, there is no question that it's you. It's got your voice. It's got your face. It's got your fingerprints. And as a result, this future phone is going to tap into, according to FinalWakeUpCall.info, to tap into the QFS system, which is the new digital financial system that we're soon to go to. Now, one of these days, I'm going to be able to come on here and say, see, I told you, the old SWIFT system, the system that is based upon the Moloch and Ball guys, the system that has been our system for, I don't know, 300 years, that system is going to go away. And according to FinalWakeUpCall.info, they're coming into a new digital system. And that digital system is going to be accessed with your cell phone. See, back in the 70s, we were expecting them to come up with some kind of an implantable chip underneath our skin. 
and we were thinking somehow this chip could be accessed by satellite. No, you're already carrying the chip. It's called a cell phone. All you have to do is have the cell phone, and you can access Probably you'll be able to pay for your food and not even have to slow down as you pull through McDonald's to get your food. You can go into a grocery store. You don't even have to stop because it's already registered everything you put in your basket. Or these days, just have them deliver it to your home. In other words, we're going to a digital currency system. Did you hear that? We're going to a digital currency system. And in my opinion, the best thing to have in the natural, in the physical, to be ready for this would be a good supply of one-ounce silver coins. And I'll say again, cornerstoneassetmetals.com. I called them. I told you, I guess it was uh, November the 9th or November 10th or something like that. Uh, The Lord spoke to my heart and said, any excess money you have that you don't want to lose, put it in silver. So I called Terry and uh, cornerstoneassetmetals.com. I said, okay, I need to do this. He took a check on the phone. It cleared the next day. A few days later, I had silver. Silver coins. So anyway, there's my plug for it. That's what I think. That's the best thing to do to fight the mark of the beast, along with, of course, food. Because as someone said, well, you can't eat silver or gold. No, you can't. But you also can't carry a month's worth of food in a backpack. But you can carry a month's worth of gold and silver in your pockets. See, so there's a place for both of them. Yes, you do need to have food. And a lot of people have had food. As saying that we need food, and of course, I recommend heavensharvest.com and just put in the promo code STAND there, and of course, that helps us. To demonstrate the search results, this one man did not include exact names, but they offered detailed precision that has left some people stunned. So this guy, Pete, a 40-year-old man in Germany who asked that only his first name be used, said he ran a 17-year-old photo of him drinking a beer on a train And he was blown away when it returned a link to a recent photo of him on YouTube. How did it even work? He says, I'm older. It's a different facial expression, even a different position of my head, he said. But comparing the two photos, it's very creepy and it's way too powerful. This should not be in the public's hands. It should not be available for everyone, he says. But we prophecy students have to ask ourselves, are we going to be able to escape taking the mark of the beast, or at least having the opportunity to. I'm going to say it again. I've said it a lot of times. I think if your heart is beating right now, you will have the opportunity in your lifetime to deny Jesus. So I suggest that you go ahead and just set your jaw, make your decision right now, when that moment comes that you do not take the mark of the beast, and unfortunately you have to take whatever the punishment might be, But that punishment can only last for a moment. And that punishment of taking the mark of the beast lasts for eternity. You're thrown into the lake of fire that burns with brimstone for all eternity with the beast, the false prophet, and Lucifer. And you cannot escape. There is no escape. Now, again, I cover that in the book, Miss the Mark. If your heart is with us, I'm asking you to become a member. Actually state before God that you are with our vision to win thousands upon thousands of souls, to teach prophecy and walk in sevenfold miracles, to be a blessing and give answers in the time of trouble. If this is your heart, go to prophecyclub.com and click on membership. 
only takes 90 seconds. This will help us to get a loan for an office and a church to do the work of the ministry. Prophecyclub.com Write out the book of Revelation in a spiral ring notebook and bring it to the School of the Watchman. I'll lay hands on you and anoint you to receive the spirit of Revelation. Then I will teach through the book of Revelation to make you an anointed teacher of Bible prophecy. June 11 to 13, prophecyclub.com. The School of the Watchman, June 11 to 13. As our way of saying thank you for your support, we are giving you the ability to watch I Saw the Dollar Dead by Daniel Davis from now through the end of June. He's the guy that said, I saw a man say, America as you have known it has ceased to exist, all property lines have been dissolved, and the U.S. dollar is worthless. Then the second dream went into, and behind the fence were tractors, power equipment, lawnmowers, chainsaws, all kinds of different items that had been traded for gasoline. I saw a father jump out of the SUV saying, I need a full tank of gas, and he pulled out his billfold, but the man said, sorry, we don't take U.S. dollars. All of this is available free at WatchProphecyClub.com. Through the end of June, go to WatchProphecyClub.com, Daniel Davis, I saw the dollar dead. You can watch it for free through the end of June. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k. So tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. Prayerfully consider supporting the Prophecy Club with your gifts of support. We would not be here without your prayers and generous financial support. 